0: Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible
1: study.
0: Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Melody of Love Medley. Some years ago, there was a man who worked in the steel mills of Gary, Indiana. He was a reckless fellow and loved to gamble. One day, as molten iron was being poured from a furnace, he gathered a group of men around it, and he bet each one $5 that he could take his naked finger and whip it rapidly through the inch-thick stream of fiery iron. They all covered his bed. He stooped to the floor took up a handful of the powdery dust from all around the furnace and used it to dry all the bodily oil from his finger. After coating his finger with this hot, dry dust, he thrust his finger into the liquid iron and caused the sparks to fly in many directions. Another workman watched the incident and decided this was a good thing. So he went to another section of the mill where a similar stream of iron was flowing and bet a group of men that he could whip his finger through the molten metal. They likewise covered his bet. And he whipped his finger through the stream of metal. But he did not know the secret of wiping the body oil from the finger with the parched dust. They took him to the first aid station where a surgeon removed his entire finger. This man's ignorance caused the loss of his finger. The man who knew the secret thought it was a great joke to pull this trick on his fellow workers in a good way to pick up some extra money. He could continue to keep on with this practice any time he found someone foolish enough to wager him on the matter. But a man who had even a semblance of common decency and regard for the weakness of others, would say, I will never use my position of knowledge in a way that would cause another man to lose his finger. If you know the word of God, you know what the application is to this story, which incidentally is a true story. As believers, there may be things we can do that will not harm us, But if a weaker brother or unsaved person did these same things, it could lead to disaster. The Apostle Paul put it this way, Wherefore, if meat make my brother to offend, and that word means stumble, I will eat no flesh while the world standeth, lest I make my brother to offend. This is why as believers we must be very careful of our actions. Today, if you stay home from church... Will a weaker brother or sister decide that church attendance is not important? We must be very careful in our walk for the sake of those around us every day of our life. Listen now as Eddie Piper sings for us his lovely song, Because He Lives.
2: Send his heart. See the light of glory, and I Because
0: He lives. You are listening join the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite all who are seeking a Bible-honoring, Bible-teaching church to join us for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We have resumed our 7 p.m. Wednesday night Bible study and prayer meeting. We will be resuming our Sunday evening fellowship hour in the near future. Since these plans can be ever-changing, we encourage you to call the church office at 942-2131 if you have any questions concerning our church services. We invite you to listen or to watch the services which we have always provided. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. There are services available on our local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. Listen now as Nancy McClellan plays for us the piano this wonderful song, Make Me Willing. Many years ago, it was Dollar Day in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. There were many advertisements in the newspaper revealing the bargains to be had that day. The one came from the Arrow Camera Shop. was especially interesting. It read, 100 confident surprise packages will be sold to the first 100 customers today for only 50 cents each. Each package positively guaranteed to be worth double your purchase price. Arrow then pledged, if any package is found not to be worthy double your purchase price, we will refund 10 times your 50 cent cost. One customer told about his experience. He didn't question the truthfulness of the ad, but he did wonder what the article was. Values differ with different people. What kind of article would satisfy each of a hundred customers that is worth twice the price paid for it? He went to the camera shop and purchased one of the surprise packages. Upon opening it, he found a sealed envelope. Typed on the outside were these words, We would like to thank you for your confidence in making this blind purchase and finding it was just as represented. This is the confidence That we solicit from all our good customers. He opened the sealed envelope and to his surprise he found a silver dollar. You have to agree with the proprietor that the whole dollar is worth twice as much as a half dollar. In fact, no one disagreed with him. But after the surprise packages were sold and there were no more to be had, some folks did not believe that the shop had actually sold the whole dollar for half dollars. It seems that there's always unbelievers about. Even when the true and living God says that he will save those who believe in his son without money, without price, and without works, they will not believe him. The Apostle Paul asks this important question in Romans chapter 3, verse 3. What if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? The answer is, God forbid. Yea, let God be true, but every man a liar. God's word says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Why not believe and confess and be saved? Why be a doubter or unbeliever? God sent his son to die in your place on the cross. Listen now as Joshua and Stephanie McClellan sing for us this beautiful song entitled Confidence. I'm not a warrior.
3: I'm too afraid to lose. I feel qualified for what you're calling me to do. But Lord, with your strength, I've got no excuse Cause broken people are exactly who you use So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness Give me a heart like David, Lord be my defense So I can face my giants with confidence you took a shepherd boy and made him a king. So I'm going to trust you and give you everything. I'll be a conqueror, because you fight for me. I'll be a champion, claiming your victory. So give me faith like Daniel in the lion's den. Give me a card like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a card like David, Lord, be my defense. So I can face my giants with confidence. I'm gonna sing and shout and shake the walls. Won't stop until I see him fall. Gonna stand up, step out when you call. Jesus, Jesus I'm gonna sing and shout and shake the walls I won't stop until I see them fall Gonna stand up, step out when you call Jesus So give me faith like Daniel In the lion's den Give me hope like Moses In the wilderness Give me a heart like David Lord, be my defense, so So I can face face my giants with confidence. Give me faith like Daniel in the lions' den. Give me hope like Moses in the wilderness. Give me a heart like David. Lord, be my defense, So so I can face my giants. With confidence I'll face my giants With confidence
0: Once again this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast And this morning the topic of our Bible study is Rightly dividing the word of truth The parables of Lord Jesus Christ Luke chapter 15 verses 1 through verse 3 Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, Though the word parable appears only one time in Luke chapter 15, there seems to be three parables with the common theme of something lost, something found, and rejoicing a common theme of God's love for sinners. You have the parable of the lost sheep, that's Luke 15, verses 3 to 7. The parable of the lost coin, that's Luke 15, verses 8 to 10. And the parable of lost son, Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to verse 32. These parables were articulated in the direction of the scribes and the Pharisees. Verse 3, them, verse number 7, and verse 10, you. These two Jewish groups were complaining that Jesus was eating with and talking with sinners. The Pharisees did not believe nor consider themselves to be sinners. They only had loathing toward them. In the parable of the lost sheep, the shepherd had a hundred sheep, but one was lost. The shepherd left the ninety-nine sheep to look for the lost sheep. When the shepherd found that one lost sheep, he rejoiced. Luke 15, verse 7. The parable of the lost coin. A woman had ten pieces of silver but lost one. What would she do? Would she not do everything so that she could find that lost coin when she found it? Would she not rejoice? Luke 15, verse number 10. The parable of the lost son, the prodigal son. Luke chapter 15, beginning in verse 11. And he said, certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. And he divided unto them his living. Verse 12. Verse 13 says, And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Verse 14. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Verse 15, And he went and he joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. The father had two sons. At a point in time, the younger son wanted his inheritance immediately. Normally, the inheritance would be given to the heirs after the death of the father. Read Deuteronomy chapter 21, verse number 17, concerning the inheritance according to the nation of Israel and under the law. Luke fifteen thirteen. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey. So the younger son demands his inheritance even though his father was alive. The father gives his son his inheritance while he is still alive, which was an act of love. The son did not wait around as it says. A few days later, he took off for another country. And what happened to him? He wasted his inheritance on riotous living. He spent it all. A a famine arises. He has a need for food. He joins himself to a citizen of that country. And then the son is sent. This individual is now sent to feed the swine, the pigs. According to the Mosaic law, pigs were unclean. They could not be eaten or even touched. So you have this individual who no doubt is a Jew, who leaves his father, wants the inheritance, spends it, now has need, now he is feeding the pigs. And as he is doing this, he began to think about his father's servants. He decides to return, and he was going to confess that he did wrong, that he is not worthy to be a son. But could only make me one of your hired servants. So he does return. The father sees him. The father takes off running to him. This individual, the son, is not able even to finish what he had planned to tell the father. And now the father then talks to his servants about finding the best robe, a ring, shoes. He's going to receive him as his son, the fatted calf. The father was happy. The father was merry. He was rejoicing that the son had returned. In Luke chapter 15, verses 25 to verse number 32, you have the reaction of the elder son, the elder brother. Look at his reaction. Look at what his reaction when he finds out what is going on. Why is all this merriment? Because he is told his brother's return. He would not even have a part of this. And clearly the elder son was typical of the Pharisees. Look at his response, and you see that in Luke 15, verse 29, and notice the emphasis on the word I. Rejoicing. Rejoicing over the lost sheep, over the lost coin, over the lost son who returned, of God's love. And we know that God loves us. We know today that the Lord Jesus Christ, Romans 5.8, but God commended His love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Have you trust the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now, right where you're at, because the message is of salvation. And while you have breath in your life, you can trust the Lord Jesus Christ. But we don't know. We know that life is so short. Things change. Things happen. Where do you want to spend eternity? Where will your death take you? If you know the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior, you know you're going to heaven. If you've never trusted Him, you need to trust Him right now. The only way of salvation, the gospel, is Christ died for you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ right now, and thou shalt be saved.
1: If Jesus